Hey, y'all. Hey, (laughs) welcome to another episode of the Emphatically You podcast. This is where we explore topics that empower and inspire you to embrace your true self. I'm your girl, Candice. And today we're talking about something that we can all relate to. What's that you may ask? Friends. How many of us have them? Friends, the ones we can depend on. (laughs) Yes, y'all come on and sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired. Y'all, I want to go on a journey where we celebrate laughter, we celebrate love, and we celebrate the irreplaceable moments that we share with our friends. Because if we're honest, and I mean really, really honest with ourselves, life wouldn't be the same without them. Hey, 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 welcome to the Emphatically You podcast. I'm your host, Candace Nelson, wife, mother of one dope college student, lover of words, music, and a native Adamsville bred Georgia peach. You're invited to this easy, breezy, soulful, safe space created for those of us who need occasional reminders, some tips, tools, and transformative messages that will speak to the heart of you. Come along with me on this brand new journey of truth, love, and growth. It's time to let your hair down and put yourself first so you can speak and be emphatically you. Let's get into it. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Emphatically You podcast with Candace. Listen, y'all, I am so excited about today's episode. I am here with one of my very dear sister friends, Miss Stacy Hayes. Stacy is the founder and the CEO of See Our Age in its finest. But in addition to that, she has been in my life for a very long time, and I'm so immensely grateful to have her. But I want to start off by saying, Welcome, Stacy, to the Emphatically You Studios. Thank you, Miss Candace Nelson Jackson. Jackson Nelson. <laughs> um, I am excited to be here. You know, I love you. I love your family. I love you. So it is what it is. It's beautiful. Oh my gosh. I love you all the way back to wholeness. You know that. So thank you. Well, we're going to go ahead and dive in and get started. And the first thing I want Stacy to share with all of my wonderful listeners is how did we meet all of that 20 plus years ago, Stacy? I don't even really know that I know the exact number, but I the reason I can say it's 20 plus years because we met before I gave birth to my daughter. <laughs> uh you know, when you were asking that question, I was thinking, how, when, and how? Um, the the memory that I have was at church. Um, we met at church at Jackson Memorial. And I think we met in Sunday school. And I'm not sure how we clicked, but we've been a part of each other ever since then. So I can't really say what happened. Did I say something? Did she say something? But I know we walked at that church door, friends, and that's all I can remember. 
I love it. And that is absolutely the truth. Um, I know we did Sunday school, but you know what? We also did um, children's church together. Oh, okay. Do you remember that? Uh, I I remember teaching, um, I want to say they were second graders, maybe six and seven year old students because, and this may jog your memory a little bit, the little fella, well, he's not little anymore, but... um, Doc, I think it's Laramie Doc Shaw. He's on yeah, the Tyler a, Perry show. Exactly. He was in one of the classes that I taught. Okay. And so, and that's interesting to say that I taught children's church. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it was fun. And I remember you being in that space along with Sunday school. I do. Okay. And I remember sitting in uh, some of the services with you. So you're absolutely right. We did meet at Jackson Memorial Baptist Church. Now, the rest of it, how we pushed it from that meeting to the next level, I don't really remember that part either, but we've been connected ever since. Ever since. And one of the other memories that I have, and it always makes my heart smile from one end um, to the other, is I don't know if you remember this or not, but when I was pregnant with my daughter, she was due... April 22nd. Okay. And she actually was born on April 24th. But April 22nd of that year, 2003, um, was Easter Sunday. Okay. And I remember that you offered to come to pick me up from my house that morning because they were having the Easter sunrise service. And I wanted to go and, you know, and I think I was... Of course, I was nine months. Right. <laughs> so I was huge. But you offered to come and pick me up. You took me to, uh, to church service. Um, after the service, they had breakfast. And so we had breakfast. And then you took me back home. And I just remember thinking, and I don't know, again, we hadn't been friends that, that long. But I just remember thinking, what an absolute sweetheart. What an absolute <laughs> sweetheart. And even after I delivered Maya, you were one of the first people that came to the house oh. to visit us when um, when she was born. And you've been right there, a part of our lives ever since. And I mean, girl, you are all of that and then some. I wanted to make sure you know that. Oh, I appreciate that. You know, Maya's my little pumpkin, beautiful as she is, honey, doing her thing. A change agent. I'm just ready to sit back and say, oh, I know her. <laughs> But also, Candace, you, you know, you talk about me, but you have been authentic to me from day one. You have not changed. You still are beautiful and exotic looking to me. <laughs> but, but you have been, you just, you, you've been an authentic friend. Um, you know, the Greek word for friends is filio. And it talks about, uh, it's a reciprocity. You give, I give. And um, it's a two-ended process. So you ask what are really friends. You give me something. I don't care what, whenever we connect, you give me something in, oh, I like the way she look. I'm about to get those earrings. Or you pour something into me and you make me think. You don't realize that when we talk, you make me think. I said, let me go home and think and write, th- write this down. But it's in a good way. It's in love. It is in authenticity, which is really, really important to me. Um, you, you, you don't waver. Candace 
Jackson Nelson is Candace Jackson Nelson. And that's what I appreciate. So, you know, you had to define what a friend is. It's reciprocity. I'm giving you giving. You're receiving. I'm receiving. We're not being selfish. Um, you're not a taker. You're always a giver, matter of fact. So, and it's hard to give you something. You're like, okay, you know, but I appreciate that. But you you helped take me to the next level in my thinking um, with your family just a, in, as a whole. They love each other. And so it's like something that you have to sit and watch. But how many of us have them? To be friend, to be a friend, you must be friendly. Absolutely. Girl, you have just given me all my flowers. <laughs> I say thank you, Stacey. True. Oh my gosh. The feeling is 100% mutual, but that you just touched on something and that actually leads me to one of my next points. And it's talking about the evolution of friendship. Um, I, I, I give, but I also receive just as you said, that reciprocity and, you know, I remember learning a valuable lesson some years ago from one of my other dear friends that you know, uh, Katrina, mm -hmm. where there was an instance that came up and I'm going to actually talk about that in another episode, a future episode, but it came out where she had to tell someone the very thing you just said, that in order to have friends, you have to know how to be a friend. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that that everybody necessarily knows how to be a friend. And I think it's something that we learn as we grow, because the same thing about with respect, in right. order to receive respect, you've got to give respect. So I just remember learning as a young girl, and people have heard me say this before, it was one of the probably one of the first lessons my parents taught when we were, you know, going to Sunday school and things that you treat other people the way you want to be treated. Exactly. And what I know that I've learned over the years that um, when I was young and the same thing happened with my daughter, I wanted everybody to like me. Right. I wanted everybody to be my friend. Unfortunately, everybody is not meant to be your friend exactly. and everybody is not going to like you. But at the end of the day, it's okay because whoever is supposed to be there with you and be for you, I, I absolutely unequivocally believe that is exactly what's going to happen. So when I talk about the evolution of friendship, I wanted you to tell me or just answer for me, if you could, Stacey, what does, well, you've already actually told us what does friendship mean to you, but how does our relationship fit into that definition? I mean, you've kind of already answered that as well, but I, I want to take it a step further to say, you know, we met all those years ago, 20 plus years ago. At that time, I was footloose and fancy free, <laughs> just footloose and fancy free. And I then became... I was dating a guy. I became pregnant. I was a single mom and you never judged me. And when I tell you, thank you for that. You never judged me. Um, during that time, you were there when I met my husband. I love my you can, friend. You can talk about that I if you want to. <laughs> you were a part of my wedding and you, like you said, you've been a big part of my family. 
Um, you've met everyone in my family, and we love you just like you are one of the Jacksons. You know, you <laughs> sit right there along with us. So, but even though you've kind of already told us what friendship is, what does it mean to you, Stacy? What exactly does friendship mean to you? And then tell me if you can, like I said, how does our relationship fit into that definition? Um, for me and what I've realized, uh, friendship to me is community, it's connection and it's conversations. Uh, I love it. CQ'd, I guess you could say community that we gather together. We go do things together, uh, in the community, we build each other up. We provide resources, whether they're, uh, verbally, emotionally, spiritually, we're connected because I think we want the same things. We believe in what friendships are. We give a reciprocity. We um, are connected because we have our same beliefs um, in, in general. No, we're not perfect and we're not like one, two, everything is, is straight. But there's enough foundation there that connects us. You love family. I love family. Uh, there's trust there. And I'm a real big, 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 big person on trust. If I cannot trust you, I will respect you, but you won't be at the level. I tell people all the time, I have friends up in the balcony, like in a theater. I have friends that sit in the back. I have friends that sit in the middle. And then I have my ace kumbas. They sit on the front row. So, and because I'm not disrespecting anybody, but you have a place. And then our conversations, our conversations are so strong. I have to hang up and say, wow, because Candace, you know, when you and I get on the phone, we can talk for hours and we can build each other up. You can you can tell me, Stacy, that you know better. <laughs> you know, that's not right, girl. <laughs> and I'm OK with you telling me that because you want the best for me and I want Absolutely. the best for you. And I will go to you for wisdom. I, I don't have it all. That's why I sit at the feet of people like Candace Jackson Nelson. I sit at her feet and I listen and I'm good with that. So to me, because of our 20 plus years of community, connection, conversations, that equals what friendships to me. Stacy, you you on you on fire. I love that the three C's. I hope the listeners took down those nuggets that you just shared because that's awesome community connection and communication i absolutely love it and that's really a great summary of what friendship is and i mean wow you know in the same way that like you said i have to be honest and transparent I love this girl to the moon and back, but I am not always the one that steps up the way that I should when it comes to calling on the it's telephone. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. However, when Stacy calls me, I answer the phone. When Ooh. she calls, I answer the phone. And like you said, we can talk for hours and we have deep, meaningful conversations. Absolutely. I mean, like you said, I'm here. I'm your sister always and forever. And I'm here to lift you up, to mm. support you however I can. And you do the exact same thing oh, for absolutely. me. And I don't know that, I, mean, I don't know if there, if there are people out there that unfortunately are not 
blessed to have someone like Stacy in their life. I pray that you get that because I've definitely been in a space before where I've doubted myself, where I felt like I'm not really worthy of, we, of this or the that. goodness. But you have <laughs> always, as I just think back over our some of our past conversations, you always lifted me up, Stacy. You have always been there to support and to push and to say, you can do this. I mean, y'all, let me tell y'all something. I got to put this out here. Just thought about it. <laughs> Stacy is also an author. And she wrote a children's book. And I'm going to make sure we put that in the, in the show notes, Stacey. Okay. The okay. name of her book is Olivia and the Tree of Awakening. Stacy blessed me so much when I was starting my voiceover career that she asked me to do the voiceover for the commercial for her book. And I did it. I loved it. And I mean, I... It's people like you. It's it's that love, that genuineness that comes through that says, sis, I got you. I want to see you succeed. And however I can do whatever I can do, I'm going to do it. And I'm there. And that means more to me than you will ever, ever know. People uh, who are ever listening to this podcast, uh, Candice is the bomb.com. Her voice is, she did a thing. I'm like, oh, this, this is beautiful. Um, and her unselfishness, her unselfishness. Y'all don't understand. You need to, sometimes people need to turn around and make an assessment of their friends. Do they check off community connection? And as she said, communication. I said conversation. She said communication. And does that check that box out for you? Don't assume that your that person is a true friend. Uh, can I ride it out? I'm going to drive all the way over to where she lived because one, she had my beautiful baby. She had Maya. And she got my friend. She married my friend, Mr. Nelson. And I love them both. Okay? And then she, her mama. What? I love her mother. Okay? <laughs> and her mother is real and authentic. And she will sit me down. But I love her. But this is because we're part of community. Do you have the community that you think? I know a lot of people will go on Facebook and have, I got this likes, I got these thousands, and they call them friends. They are not your friends. That's the truth. Y'all, that's the truth. And, and I've had to learn that lesson as I continue to grow, mm -hmm. as I continue to push forward with um, my future and the things that I want to do. Um, I'm not doing this for likes. I'm not doing this for to see, um, you know, how many people I can get in and say, oh, she's this, she's that. I do this, one, I do it for myself. Right. Because a lot of times when I'm sharing out this information and this content, I'm talking to myself as well. Mm -hmm. I'm lifting Candace up too. But the other thing that I'm doing, I want to be a vessel used by God yep. to help somebody else. Whether it be a teenager, whether it be a young college student, whether it be a young adult just starting their, their new life. 
I know what it felt like in those different phases of my life and the different things that I experienced. And I feel like if there's anything that I can share based on my personal experiences that can help somebody else to learn a lesson and to feel better, then I've done what I'm supposed to do. And that's it. I'm not doing it to say, oh, she's got this many likes. Now, yes, I have goals and I have desires. Right. However, the ultimate goal is to do God's will. And one of the ways that I do that is through my my wonderful friends like my Stacy here. <laughs> but Stacy, I'm gonna ask you something else. Now you and I, it's 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 easy. But can you tell me what in your opinion what makes friendship hard? That's a great question. I think what can make friendships hard is insecurities that the other person may have. Because oftentimes uh, you're drawn to somebody by what you see in them. Then as you interact with them and know that, oh, this person, in their opinion, this person is at a level. In my opinion or in me, I'm just doing me. I authentic, being authentic. Uh, I want to do the best. I want to set a goal. I want to reach that goal. Um, I'm, I'm focused or trying to be focused to get there. I'm not trying to be, I'm like, I'm better or I know something. Cause I don't, I, like I said, I sit at the feet of Candace Jackson Nelson. So, um, but the difficulty is there when the insecurity with this in the friend, it's not you, you're who you are something drew you to us, but now don't hate on us because of what we're trying to do. Like right now, Candace is doing this emphatically. You, I'm excited. I am not hating. I'm sitting at the feet and I, and I'm like, I'll be in the back and help her work and push it up girl. Cause I can be in the back and help you push it up. I'm not insecure about that. I love what I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And that, and that can make friendships hard when you are insecure or when you're jealous. Um, instead of, like you said, you know, we, we're a part of, a, um, one of my groups that, um, my sisterhood circle that I started and nobody in that group, in that circle at this point that and it's, it's still new. Nobody is jealous of the other person. Everybody is there to support each other. And, you know, I think for me, another thing that I think that something that can make friendships hard is when you're not completely honest, Mm -hmm. you've got to be honest. If somebody is important enough and they matter enough and you love and care about them enough, you have to be honest with them about whatever you need to be honest about. So if there's a conversation that needs to be had, you need to put on your big girl panties and sit down and say, let's have a conversation, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And I, 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 that's something that's going to come up in a future episode as well. I'll kind of give a little bit that (laughs) one of my dear, dear other dear friends that (laughs) I call myself getting all upset and jealous because she had to go away and work. And I was like, Oh, she ain't coming around. She ain't calling me. My little feelings was hurt. And then when she came back, I tried to have a little attitude. I don't talk to you. That girl came into my office one day and she said, look me straight in my eye. She said, 
we're going to lunch and you're going to come on here and sit down and we're going to have a talk. And I was like, (laughs) okay. And we did that. But here's the thing. If she had not been mature enough and open enough and honest enough to say, look, let's go sit down and have a conversation. I need to know what's going on with you. I would have been still acting like old silly Willie trying to be mad over something but because she was honest, she opened up the door for me to be honest. And we've been friends ever since, <laughs> ever since, um, you know, but you say what you need to say. And what I've learned, like I, I got this um, from my sister, uh, Kari, that's been on the show before. I feel like when you speak to people and you come from a place of truth and love. Yes. Mm-hmm. As long as you're doing that. And like you say, you're being who you are. You're not coming from a place of trying to be malicious and, and hurtful. If you're coming from a place of truth and love, then you can you can talk through whatever the hangup may be. And preferably, you'll be able to move on to the next level, whatever that level may be. Uh, but I think that is definitely something that makes uh, friendships hard. I really do. Transparency here. Uh I have had that thought where I thought, well, I haven't heard from somebody. I haven't, uh, what are they doing? They don't like me anymore, but I've grown up (laughs) because I have put in front of me now, there could be a reason for that season. And if you come with, you know, uh, as you say, with love and say, Hey, um, I just want to share. Cause I, I, this is just a tool that you can use preface how you almost want the environment to be. And you can say, I'm not mad, I'm not whatever, but this is what I miss, or this is what I didn't see, because I've had to do that, and I realized they had something else on their plate that they had to deal with that was out of their control. Then they made space for me. It wasn't that I did something or they didn't like me anymore, and we're too old for that, Um, but I learned from that, and now I have a better if, if people are MIA, I have to pray for them. Um, I can be the first one to reach out because I am I believe in that, even though sometimes, because I had this pity party conversation with myself, I said, now, I, I always reach out or whatever. But on the other end, I'm not talking about you, Candace, but on the other <laughs> end, why you giggling, but on the other end, what has happened is that I am so glad you did. This is what people need to understand. I am yeah. so glad you did. Um, I really has have had a bad day or a bad week or certain things going on. And I'm excited that you reached out to me and that helped me, you know, and I, I, I've been guilty of that, but now I know I am much better with that. Um, and just say, you know, ask God for wisdom, which is what I do. I reach out and say, Hey, you want to go get some bubble tea? Candace. Uh, and they'll say, yeah, or I haven't had that. Or, oh, go to our favorite, uh, what is it called? Our ice cream place. The Mar- ice cream place. <laughs> yeah, that's what salt. I was going to say. Girl, you you know, even though you say you're not talking about me, I'm raising my hand because, you know, a hit dog a holler. <laughs> because, no, on the real, real, I know that I'm not the best. I, I feel like I'm a good friend, but I'm not the best when it always comes to reaching out and calling. But to your point, I should not necessarily expect that you have to do all of the work. 
And I don't expect that. And I have to remember just because I say, oh, I'm busy or I'm tired. I've had to say, God, please help me. That mm-hmm. when I feel like Stacy's on my mind today, let me stop and call her. And I've done that. And I re- yep. and and we just talked the other day about how when Maya was little, <laughs> you were having a birthday party. Yeah. She wanted to spank my baby. A- she was about to get got. Y'all. <laughs> and and the sad thing was, I was like, it was the same day as your gathering. And I was like, oh, oh man. No. I said, Mama, I can't go. I got to go. I here said, she get cannot Maya. spank my baby. I called. I said, Candace, you can't do that. I said, she little. She don't know. Oh Come on gosh. over to my party. Come on. But here's the thing. There is no way on God's green earth. That if I am physically able to attend or support you in anything, there is nothing that will stop me from coming because you are always there for me. I don't care what it is. You are always there and it means more than you ever know. And so I am grateful for you and for the love that you put out and and for the times that when I'm slacking, you call me and and you know that... I have put a little work into it. I still got work to do. Don't yes, get me wrong, but I have put do. more work in. All mm-hmm. of us do. I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, the love for you, and I just want to get back. She wasn't going to spank my baby. My baby didn't get a spanking. <laughs> That's all I want to say. My baby didn't get a spanking. <laughs> I actually was going to spank your baby, but I had to think, I had to do something different because I said, I got to go see my Stacy. <laughs> so she got saved that time. But listen, I'm I'm going to move on to the next uh, area that I wanted to talk about in terms of, well, I'm going to share some things and you tell me if you agree, if you disagree, if okay. you want to chime in and add some things. I want to just t- briefly touch on some of the benefits of a healthy friendship. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I want to know kind of what your thoughts are about making friends as an adult as well, Stacey, you know, because a lot of times when we're children or we're younger, it's a little easier to make friends. But as you grow and, and evolve and you move to another level, sometimes it could or could not be a little different or um a little bit more work involved when you're making um, friends as an adult. But these are five things that I found in doing just a little research in terms of what one of these articles said are the benefits of friendship. The first one is it increases your sense of belonging and purpose. Number two, it can boost your happiness and reduce your stress. Number three, it can improve your self-confidence and your self-worth. And then number four, help you cope with traumas such as divorce, serious illness, job loss, or the death of a loved one. Those are just, I thought it was five. Those are just four of some of the benefits of having a healthy friendship. What do you think? Oh, I wholeheartedly agree with all of those because you know there's something that's called... um, elder orphans, elder orphans. And that taught, it talks about how they, as we age, as become mature women, um, they don't have the immediate, either their like their loved one or their uh, spouse or something has passed away. Um, they, you know, they're oldest of their cousins and they don't, they live in different cities and it's different States and it's hard for them to make connections, but you need to, I'm not going to necessarily say um, make a bunch of like 
close, close friendships, but I do think, and I know for sure that interaction and connections is like a medicine. I'm just going to say that. And healthy friendships are a medicine to you. It keeps you active. It's mentally uh, beautiful for you. Uh, It is a place where you can share what your life experiences are because I don't know everything. You don't know everything. Healthy uh, friendships like that pours into you more than what you think. Sometimes you don't really know what you need, but it does pour into what what you uh, can um, gain from new interactions. And having a healthy friendship uh, can keep us out of trouble. That's what I'm talking. I'm just going to say that a healthy friendship can keep me and us out of trouble because sometimes with what's going on in 2023 in the world itself, we forget that God is still in control. So sometimes we need someone to bring us back down to earth. Um, it had it. Friendships do have purposes. They are, like I said, like a medicine. It gets you up off the couch. It helps you to experience uh, different things that you have not experienced. When's the last time you've gone to a festival that's within your county? Like the, mm. you know, like the, I don't know, Magnolia Festival or something like that. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you've gone to pick strawberries? Brought your, you know, somebody. So those are type things that gets you moving. It keeps you from sitting sedentary, keeps your mind in a better space. Because we can, uh, we can beat a memory down that we cannot change. We have to accept it. Talk about me. Have to accept it and go forth to the next level. So healthy friendships are, like I said, I believe it's one of the best medicines, even though I am grateful that we have doctors and all of registered nurses and things of that nature. But that social connection in healthy friendships Sometimes you can't even um, you can't even replace it with even a drug because getting out and moving helps you. You know, I think with COVID, you know, now everybody's outside a little bit. Um, That was a thing because it is it has hurt some people socially. So or you have lost some friends. Mm -hmm. So you have to like regroup and relook and see who's there still there for you. So a healthy Mm -hmm. Healthy relationships are, like I say, medicine. I agree. I love that. I, I love that analogy. Um, I really do. Girl, you you are bringing some good nuggets in here today, <laughs> Stacey. Thank you. Because you're my friend. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well we're going to wrap it up. And I want you to kind of answer two questions. I was going to do three, but I'm going to do two questions. And the well, we'll we'll the people will hear more about you on the second one. But the first one is tell me something that you know about yourself now that you didn't know about yourself five or ten years ago. That I have more courage to do things than I ever thought of because I used to just not do anything. I mean, I did stuff, but I really didn't. Now, uh, you know, you can't tell me what I can't do. If I can go to Paris Island. And skimmy down a 47-foot wall, scared as I don't know what, but girl, I, I did a thing, so now it's probably nothing you can't hardly tell me that I can't do. I absolutely love that. Oh, my gosh. I, and and I need to get with my friend over here, my sister girl, because she's been doing some running <laughs> um, and some marathons and some things, and I need to get on the good foot because... <laughs> 
there's some work that needs to be done. Let me just say that. But the last question that I have, Stacey, before we kind of close out this episode is this. What is the next big thing that you want to do or the next big goal or dream that you haven't quite achieved just yet, but I know it's on the way? Honestly, I want to have a, or I am going to have, let's say that, uh, I'm going to have a, a book that will feature women that are in their fiery fist, if fiery 50, sizzling 60, still standing 70 plus, um, a conversation book that you put on your uh, table. Um, it's, it's a little bit of ways, but that is what my goal is because we're still living. We're living our life age, not just our born age. And we got a lot to give. You know, we need to pull more women that look exotic like Candace. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I can't wait for this book to come out. I really cannot. I cannot wait. Let me tell you something, girl. I love you. Like I said, (laughs) all the way to wholeness. I absolutely do, Stacey. And I want to make sure that I tell you thank you for first for being my friend for all these years. And secondly, for supporting my family. And finally, for agreeing to be one of my guests on the Emphatically You podcast. It means so much to me to have your support. It means so much to me to know that I have the friend that I have in you. And it just means the world to me that God saw fit to bring us together. And I say thank you. I say thank you to God for allowing us to have a friendship. Um, My love for you is like molasses, the sweet, sticky and thick. And it's not syrup, it's it's molasses. That's a molasses love. Um, I just appreciate you. Like I said, you bring stuff out of me. (laughs) And um, I don't take our friendship. Let me say this. I do not take our friendship for granted. So when we get together, I'm going to be in the moment for the moment, for the wholeness of the moment. I love it. Well, we got to plan our next outing. That's that now that we have had this conversation, because you've done some good things with me. Um, so we're going to get on the phone offline and offline. We're plan that and make it happen. But um, ladies and any gents that may be listening, I want to thank you for um, just being a part of my audience. Thank you for joining and supporting the Emphatically You podcast. And until next time, I want to make sure that I tell you to please take care, to stay safe, and always make it a great day.